Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Sports with Sterling, we're going to change the name, I think. But uh, right now, it's still Sports with Sterling. I am joined by Benny Calavajay and Stephen Bruin as we go over what just happened with the NBA draft, some of the NBA storylines of this last week, including the Harden trade, the Clay Thompson uh, horrific injury news today, uh, and et cetera. And then we're going to give our Week 11 NFL picks. It's a really good episode. Uh, we're going to be on video on starting starting on Sunday, I think. I think we're going to start on Sunday. Where we're going to have a YouTube channel up. We might live stream the podcast. Uh, we're trying to grow it here, okay? And that's that's the best way to do it. So if you like seeing our, our if you like hearing our great voices, you might like seeing our pretty faces as well. Who knows? Maybe you don't. But uh, we're going to give you that option, and uh, we might be rebranding the name of the podcast because. It's not inclusive when it's just sports with Sterling, especially when we have two other people on all the time. Although uh, I am the one that does uh, most of the work around here, so maybe I should get more of the credit. But I'm willing to I'm willing to pass along. Uh, I'm willing to help out my 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 friends here with this. So uh, I think we're gonna change the name. Let's just be real. I don't know what we're gonna change it to. We've been discussing different names. None of them have stuck yet, or they're already been made. So we want to make it a good a good name, an original name. Uh, and if we can't find an original name, yeah, we're going to rip it off from, from somebody else. But, you know, who cares? Everybody does that anyways. So we'll see what happens. Without further ado, though, I won't keep this intro going. It's a pretty long episode. Here is Benny and Steven. Hello, Benny and Steve, the Dynamic Duo, take three. Benny, how are you doing? <laughs> I am doing amazing. Okay, And I just want Steven to come up with a better ex- explanation of how he's doing. Steve, how are you doing? Oh, um, as I, someone would say, I'm doing magnificent. Thank you for asking, Sterling. Ooh. <laughs> awesome. Well, I am doing quite phenomenal as well. Um, we're coming to you uh, on the brink of amazing news in the NBA and tragic news with Clay Thompson's injury. But first and foremost, we're going to talk about the NBA draft. Just a few key takeaways, quick hitter uh, hot takes, because we don't know how this is going to pan out. This was the most this is probably the worst draft since the uh, Anthony Bennett draft. But what happened in the Anthony Bennett draft, obviously, is we got Giannis. So was that draft actually that bad? Is there a Giannis in this draft? Probably not. But this is going to be an interesting draft as these players go forward. We're just going to give you uh, a couple story or a few storylines and uh, who would think is going to win the rookie of the year. Each of us is going to give one player. We're trying to do this a little more structured and less less ad lib. But uh, there will be hot takes. Do not do not. Do not uh, question it. Um, Anthony Edwards was the first overall pick. Uh, the The Timberwolves took him and added him to a team that has D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, and uh, they had a few other good draft picks today. They got Mar- or Marco Rubio. They got Ricky Rubio back, and uh, <laughs> not not the Florida Senator, the uh, the NBA player Ricky Rubio. They got him back in a trade, and they're adding Anthony Edwards there. Um, I think this team's going to be a little better than what people are expecting. I think they have a chance to make the playoffs uh, as the eight seed. That the West is so hard. I don't think they're going to get there. I think they have a chance. It's going to be ultra competitive. But the player that I like most in this draft class, and I feel like is by far the best player in this draft class, was uh, was Wiseman, who went to Golden State at at, the, at number two. Um, a lot of people thought with the Clay Clay Thompson news coming out that we're going to talk about in a sec that uh, they might take ball to be the second guard on that team i'm happy they didn't i think james wiseman is exactly the player they needed they need draymond needs help on defense he cannot keep guarding the five james wiseman gives them that help he was a top ranked player coming out of high school he played three games before getting suspended for taking money from penny hardaway which is a absolute joke because everybody takes money in college nowadays but um he got caught 
And I think he's going to mesh well with this team. I think he's going to average a double double in the first year. Uh, I don't, the points will be there. I think he's going to get about 15, 13 to 16, likely uh, 10 rebounds. And he's going to be really good on defense. And if this team is bounced back from, uh, from last season where they won 15 games, I, I do believe that he'll probably take home rookie of the year. And, uh, I like this place for him. I think this is the best best location for him because I, I think Golden State is the best managed, best coached team in the NBA probably. And uh, I really like the pick. I'm happy about James Wiseman. Benny, talk about LaMelo for a sec. Yeah. Uh, well, first I want to say, I think that um, the first three picks went as expected, obviously. Um, and I think that each team got uh, what they needed. You know, uh, I'm going to talk, I mean, I'm not going to go into depth about LaMelo Ball, because honestly, I haven't seen him play live, right? But um, you didn't I was get up really telling, for those Australian games. I wasn't watching any Australian basketball. Uh, Game on you! Last, you could have bet last year, so no, I know European I should. I should be betting. Uh, but no, I was uh, telling Stephen and Sterling. I think we're all going to pick our uh, rookie of the years, and he's my favorite just because I think he's going to have the biggest role on his team. Um, he's going to have to do the most for his team. Um, you know, make things happen, play, make, and score. But uh, the two picks that I really liked were, were uh, Obi, Obi Toppin falling to the uh, Knicks and Tyrese Halliburton falling to the Kings. And then I'm sure, Sterling, you can talk about this more, but the fourth pick um, I think was a head-scratcher for all of us, the, the player from Florida State who, who didn't even start. Yeah, Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams, yeah. Um, but yeah, those, 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 that's what stood out to me. Um, and we'll see who, uh, if there is somebody in that, you know, late lottery that turns out to be the best player in the draft. Yeah, I, I'll say this before we go to Steve's uh, on LaMelo Ball. Uh, we Everybody gives so much shit to LaVar, but he has two sons that were drafted in the top three in the NBA. That's uh, that's a phenomenal accomplishment. And his third son is, is, uh, is I think, also playing professional basketball. Not, not in the NBA, but uh, to have three sons, you know, that he, he under his tutelage, make it to the NBA, it's, it's, uh, it's an accomplishment, to say the least. For, as for uh, Patrick Williams being drafted fourth, I think uh, if you don't start on your college team, you shouldn't be in, drafted in the lottery. That's just my, my uh, personal red flag. I would say that uh, Devin Booker didn't start on Kentucky, but the difference between that and this is that Kentucky team was a top three team in college basketball history. Uh, I don't think they won the championship that year though. They th- when, didn't they go 37 and one uh, and they lost yeah. to Wisconsin. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. I remember, I remember that. Cause I, I, I uh, had Duke. Who else in was my on bracket. that team? It was Carl Anthony Towns, Devin Booker. Uh, uh, can, can we think of the other people that the, the 37 and one? Oh, Willie Cauley Stein. I know was on there. Um, oh, wow. Let me look it up. It was in, it was insane. Um, yeah, you're gonna have to refresh my memory. I I usually am a Kentucky basketball fan because uh, my parents lived in Kentucky for a while, and so. But the last here it was here it was ready. Devin Booker, Tyler Eulis, Carl Anthony Towns, okay. Willie Cauley Stein, uh, Trey Lyles. Um, mm-hmm. Was there anybody else? That's um, five NBA NBA players. Aaron right Harrison there. and Andrew Harrison. And the oh, Harrison, they, and they were really good in college. Yeah, and so that it, was their it, second year too, I think. Mm-hmm. They both came back. Yeah. Um. So yeah. that team was great, and I think that's a little different than being uh the sixth man on a on a Florida State team that was not thirty seven and one. So that's my personal view of that. 
Um, as for your take on LaMelo, I, I do, I do kind of agree that he will have the biggest role and he will probably have the best stats, but the Hornets may not, or it's a Hornet still, right? They always change. Their yeah. Name. Yeah. <laughs> They've changed yeah. their name like five times. Uh, murder, I don't, it's the murder Hornets this year. The murder Hornets this year. I, I don't <laughs> think they're going to win more than 15 games. So that might hinder his chances, but that's not a bad pick. Steven, you, you are, you are taking, um, uh, Obi Toppin. Yeah. Gonna be a little different going from Dayton to uh, Manhattan, but he's from New York. Uh, that's where he's from. That's where he's from. No, I know, but just being stuck there for so long. But uh, I just like the way he plays and the role, the position he's gonna play in New York. I think he's gonna get a lot of minutes. And like uh, Benny said, I think he can get a double double. And you've touched on a terrible pick. I think the absolute worst pick was Jalen Smith at Maryland. I don't know why they picked another center when they already have one of the best young centers in the league. And it, that was a terrible grade. No one had no one had him getting picked in the in the lottery. So that was kind of a a reach when there was still a couple centers left that were much better than him. But they I must agree. have saw something. I would have taken He's Isaiah Stewart. Yeah, I would take an, I would take an Isaiah Stewart over him. And Isaiah Stewart's not even that good. So uh, yeah, a few pick a few before we move on a few picks could, I really liked was Tyrese Halliburton to the Kings I think that they nailed that pick I think the Celtics mm-hmm. with Aaron Nesmith uh they got what they needed which is a which is a lock a lockdown shooter that's not the right terminology for that but a a, a knockdown shooter a lockdown defender knockdown yeah. shooter. uh I like the player. player yeah I like the Cole Anthony pick for the Magic because of the potential there although I don't know if he'll live up to the hype but coming into the series supposed to be a top uh a top three pick is what he was is what the the mocks had at the start i love the the heat pick of precious achua i know i pronounced that incorrectly but he's in a backup bam and he plays the exact same style of basketball as uh bam out out of the bayou who uh and i think that's gonna that's gonna be a really good transition between the two and uh and then finally i think the rj hampton pick who's gonna be on the nuggets um is gonna be great because uh, he, if he would have gone to Duke or Kentucky, he would have been a top five pick. And finally, I love the Tyrell Terry pick by the Mavericks, the first pick of the second round, because he plays just like Seth Curry, who is going to be, who just got dealt to the, um, who just got dealt to the 76ers. I don't know how good this draft is going to be. Uh, I know next year and the year after that, if you look up uh, the mock drafts there, there's, there's solid stars in the first, in the first overall pick is what is what's being projected. So we know how the next few drafts are going to look. This one was a really random one. And I'm surprised there weren't more deals in the top five and trade wise. No, none of the picks got traded. That's, that's probably a, a massive surprise in terms of what people were betting on. But I, uh, I'm looking forward to this because honestly, in this draft, if you got a guy that can play and start, it's a win. And uh, hopefully some of these guys are better than just, you know, being in the league for 10 years and, and bouncing around teams. But um, we'll see. I, I, I think we're going to be surprised. I hope we're surprised. All right. I got one, one more question before we move on from this uh, draft Please. talk. Okay. You each give me – I'll give you my answer too. You each give me one player that you have the from the first round that you have the best chance to beat one-on-one. Who's that player? Who do you have the best chance to beat one-on-one? <laughs> um, I think I think Steven's gonna say Jalen Smith because he already dogged on him. Jalen Smith's putting up buckets on all of us. Yeah, yeah Jalen Smith's dunking all over us. Hey, my pick, I'll go first. Denny Avidia. Yeah, it has to be him, right? From Israel. Yeah. Well, I mean, I he's mean, killing hey, us all. He looks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He definitely is. He's like what six ten, and he's smooth. He's smooth. Like he's he's he he moves really well. I like w- watching his 
his tape. Um, but I think uh, well, he averaged like four points per game in uh, like this last year or something in uh, overseas. Like in well, yeah. what league? I don't know. <laughs> but still. Um, with the Maccabi <laughs> Tel Aviv. Uh, he was born in 2001. I hate myself. You look up all these people. They're all born in James Wiseman, 2001. All these people are born in 2001. We're so old. We're so old. If you remember when you used to buy NCAA games and you'd like create your player and you, you can give them your birthday or you have to give them an older birthday because it'd be like, yeah, you'd be, you'd be 14 at the time. I think it was a younger yeah. birthday. <laughs> oh yeah. Younger yeah. Birthday. Now, I'm a now, grad student playing basketball at Kentucky. Don't worry. Yeah. Now, now we have to be, now we have to be seven years younger to be in yeah. the game. Thank God they stopped making. Them. I took I took a mission. I took a mission trip and like um Taysom Hill. Yeah, exactly. Twenty six year old playing. Yeah. By the way, a little off topic here, but I picked up Taysom Hill to be my tight end this week in fantasy. He's gonna get some points. That's a good pickup, everybody. Wah, wah, wah. I hate Taysom Hill, but it's gonna be dumpster a good fire. Um, who could I beat in one on one? Nobody. If I had to give one, Patrick Williams, because he didn't start for his team. Um, Steve, do you have one? Patrick Williams uh, would be. Take- a hundred is zero, but who, who I, was, I was looking up people's heights. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what can I get the best advantage? I looked up everyone. The shortest guy was six three. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm taking, I'm taking on Cole Anthony. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's oh, gonna use your ankles. Your ankles, destroyed. yeah, your ankles are done. No, mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just standing. I ain't moving. I'm gonna take the charge. Honestly, if you can, if you can say, hey, you have to play how you play in games. Lamelo Ball is not a bad option there. Shooting half court shots. If he shoots, no, Lamelo. Lamelo, I think would destroy. I think I, my ankle would be broken after two. I'm saying two he has rounds to play how he him. plays and how he actually played in Australia this year. Just, just half court shots off the dribble. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that. But uh, okay, funny question, Benny. You're a jackass. We'd all get killed by them all. Um, yeah. Okay. Little. <laughs> I want to get a point. This is crazy. This was a crazy NBA week. Um, I love it because it's. Uh, I think NBA offseason is some of the most entertaining stuff in all of sports and there's no game being played and it's actually perfect stuff for podcasts and for uh sport talk radio and stuff because yeah. you can just allude to things and make predictions well the biggest story that hasn't happened is james harden to the nets which i actually heard on a podcast like two weeks ago where they were joking around about it like just watch he wants out and to go play with kd and Kyrie and make a big three there it ended up happening and he wants out now i have i'm always pro player except for in this situation because james harden declined a two-year extension for $103 million, I think it was, which is just astronomical amount of money in Texas, which is a very low-tax state. And then he killed his trade value by making it public that he only wants to go to one place. So yeah, what's going to happen here is he's either going to get dealt to Brooklyn, he's going to get dealt to Philly, or he's going to stay in Houston. He doesn't want to stay in Houston. He probably doesn't want to go to Philly, but Philly can get the best offer. So the last one's Brooklyn, who doesn't have any, who I wouldn't do any trade with unless Kyrie's in the deal, which KD doesn't want to let that happen. And that's probably not going to happen. Now they can trade him to the Nets. They can get Spencer Dinwiddie back. They can get, uh, you know, Karis LeVert and, uh, LeVert, yeah. and uh, probably two picks, three picks. But you see what Drew Holiday just got, which was five first rounders. James Harden should get quadruple that. This is the best player ever to get traded, probably. Like, like oh, in the, quit, quit yeah. that. they should give up all their first round picks until next decade. <laughs> no, I, if I if I was Houston, I would say, Brooklyn, you're giving me any everything you have of value that you could possibly give me besides, uh, Katie and Kyrie. Um, 
or else I, I'll, I'll just keep James Harden and, and figure and it so out. Even if we, that, what's going to happen? We want Steve here, Nash though. too. Yeah, we want Steve Nash. Yeah. What, what's going to happen <laughs> is, is uh, the, there's a there's a real factor here where uh, in the next CBA, this is going to get way worse for players because we've seen lately. I'm all for player empowerment, but eventually owners are going to say, "F this." You are <laughs> these. This is a multi-billion-dollar organi- or organization and, and league, and you're basically killing your value while you're still contractually obligated to the team, so you can force your way out because you're just pissed off about being in this situation, right? Um, I don't know how that what's going to happen in the CBA, but I, I bet you that the contract language gets different. Where like if you get traded uh, or if you demand out or something, it's going to be you get less con a smaller contract. Uh, money worth i don't know exactly what's gonna happen but this is not going to be allowed in the next cba because anthony davis did this with um with new orleans last year and he didn't kill his value like james harden did because he gave five or six teams right that he'd be willing to trade uh-huh. you but everybody knew he wanted to go to the lakers so if another one yeah, of those that was only a real one yeah exactly so he did technically kill his trade value but the lakers so bid and, and traded for him because they needed him but um james harden's done it now i i think I'm pretty sure that uh, um, Westbrook's kind of doing it by saying he wants to be forced out and giving a list of teams. And so if you're one of the other teams that actually wants to trade for this person, it kind of, you know, it, you're trading for somebody that wants out immediately. It, it makes no sense. So in regards to the actual trade happening, obviously if Brooklyn does this, they'd be the favorite in the East, I think. Um, betting odds already have them pretty much as a favorite. So it doesn't really change that if you wanted to get a futures bet on them, but I don't actually know if it would work bas- basketball style. Yeah. I, I think uh, obviously if you have Katie Harden and Kyrie together, you have three talents insane. You have two top five guys. If Katie comes back and is healthy and then Kyrie's probably 15 to 10 to 15 range. So the insane talent's going to work. You're going to win a lot of games, but the problem mm-hmm. is you have, exactly the situation that Katie did not like with Westbrook, except now you have a twofold with uh, Kyrie and Harden who are both ball, oh, stars, yeah. ball dominant guards who once they get it, they're playing ISO ball. And uh, I think in these big three type eras, you always have somebody sacrificing. I don't think Harden is sacrificing. I don't think Kyrie is sacrificing. I don't think KD is. I think KD wants to come back and prove that he's the best player in the world. Uh, like he thought he was while LeBron still was. And I think that Kyrie is, I don't think Kyrie, I don't think that the Kyrie experiment will work with any team anymore. I, I kind of think that he's a terrible teammate and it's been proven in the last, yeah. last two stops that he's had. Um, and then Harden, I love Harden, but Harden and, and uh, KD don't seem like a great mesh to me. Now, if they do this trade, I will still pick them to get to the finals. I wouldn't be surprised if they get bumped out by a team in the East or, and I don't think they'd beat the Lakers. I still think there's matchup problems there, but this trade is amazing in, in, uh, in the way that you'd have three top 15 guys, two top five guys, but it kills the depth. I actually like this Nets team with what it has now, where you have Kyrie, Katie. They have a lot of depth. Yeah. The, 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 Levert. Yeah. yeah, they got uh, Jordan, Allen, coach. Jared Allen. Yeah, Jared um, Allen. Jared Allen's yeah. amazing. So I, I actually, I actually don't dislike. Yeah, they got they got Nash in there, who was obviously handpicked by by Durant and Kyrie. And I, I like this team. I still think without, I don't think with Harden you get you get past any wall, right? You're you're gonna be the same team. You're gonna be a championship contender. Now having James Harden there. And I didn't. What's up? Oh, and I didn't know they traded for Landry Schmidt too. 
Oh, Sh- Shamat. Oh, or whatever. Nice. Yeah, he's really good too. Shemat, so yeah. they have even more depth now. Shemat. There's really no reason. I think they're yeah. a great team right now. Getting James Harden <laughs> makes you rich with with uh, with great players, but I think we've seen that the depth actually matters when you get if one of those guys get injured. Um, well, okay. Honestly, if one of those guys get injured and you still have the two great ones, you're going to be fine. But that's just injury collateral. Then now you don't need the three. But if you have the two and one of the guys gets injured, you're screwed, right? I just don't think that you should be playing like that. You should be like, we're going to be healthy. And if you're they're healthy, the depth helps more than the third star with that team in, in particular. You can there's other additions they can make that I think would help them as much as getting hardened and and then tanking the future. Because you know what happens in the NBA NBA nowadays. These aren't long-term deals, right? Like we see what happened with the Clippers. Paul George and Kawhi have opt-outs after this year. If they don't win the championship, they're either going to force Steve Ballmer and the, and the management's hand there to re- redesign the entire team, or they're going to leave, <laughs> right? They signed, they signed a two and one. A two, so they're going to be free agents next season. And if they don't win the championship this year, what's saying they're going to stay there? And the Clippers have destroyed their future with, by acquiring those two right? They traded all their picks away to get Paul George there, which then brought yeah. Kawhi. If the Nets do that and they bring Harden there, Harden's got two years of uh, two years remaining. I think Durant and Kyrie have two-year deals. I think they did the same the same route. I'm not sure yeah. of that. Maybe I they signed they other ones. Um, I think they do. And say they don't win a championship for the next two years and you don't, you've just, you've just uh, hemorrhaged their future. I don't like mm-hmm. that. I don't think that's a good deal. Now, People, people have said, I don't like that. I've, I've talked to other people about this and they've said they don't like it because I'm a Laker, I'm a LeBron fan. I, I wouldn't be scared of this team in the finals just because I still think that the problem is they can't guard Anthony Davis. That's a terrible defensive team too. Harden, Kyrie are bad at defense and KD has proven that he's been good, but we don't know what he's going to look like with the, off the Achilles. So um, that's pretty much what I wanted to give as my topic. I love James Harden. I think that, uh, I think if, if he wants to win a championship, the best place for him to go would be to Philly if he can get a trade there and may, and get Ben Simmons back to Houston. That would help Houston give Ben Simmons his own team and then have him in Philly with Embiid and uh, with the things around him, like Seth Curry's now on that team. You have uh, – they got rid of Horford, which are, was a horrific contract. They have uh, Tobias Harris, who I'm not a fan of, but that's still, still a good player to, I think would match well with uh, Harden. And I think that's a better situation than in any of these Rockets teams he's been on in the last few years. Plus they have the added, um, the added factor of being in the East. So I think Philly's where he should want to go, or if they can make it, it's not going to happen, but Boston, right? Boston, they'd have to give up Marcus smart and uh, probably Jalen Brown. I don't think, I don't think Tatum's a touchable asset. So, and picks. So I don't know if Boston will want to get that done, but that'd be a good spot for him too. But anyways, uh, that was my, <clears throat> that was my basketball topic. Uh, any anything from you two on that, or did you want to go on? Two? I just, I think that'd be a train wreck. Those those three guys, uh, all playing together, um, and three very selfish I, I mean, scores. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think it's a terrible look for James Harden, um, because even though the Nets haven't done anything yet, you know, we haven't seen uh, Kyrie and KD together. It's just like this ultimate soft move, you know. Um, and I, I agree. I would. I think if he went to Philly and he did something there, then that would be amazing. Or or Boston, you know, either one of those. Um, and then the last thing I'll say is I would much rather uh, it say say you're the Nets. Um, you you would definitely give up 
say the only way you could get the deal done is you had to give up Kyrie, you'd definitely do that, right? Yeah, but like KD doesn't much, want that. You'd much rather have Harden and – okay. Why? I think that KD and Kyrie – make him look bad? No, no, I think KD and Kyrie were the ones that orchestrated getting to play in Brooklyn together, right? They picked as a joint duo, and they haven't played a played yeah. a game together yet. So they I feel like they're friends. Really <laughs> yeah, I will say yeah. this, that could you imagine any time in your life turning down a two-year, $103 million deal? No, uh, no I wouldn't turn down a – that's a twenty-year, one million-dollar contract. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. that. I I read that and I couldn't believe it. That is so much. Yeah, fifty million years. Especially in a in a you know tax haven like Texas, he wants to go to Brooklyn, which New York yeah. has and and low cost of living too. Oh, exactly. So uh, it show. I think it does show that these players don't care as much about about money and they i i do like that they want to win rings right i actually respect that from james harden's point of mm-hmm. view he, do, he doesn't really care about money he he knows that his his time's running out I but think, um i think he has a few million i think he's all right yeah i think he's good i think i think he's good i think, he's, I think his bank account's fine you don't think he, you don't think he's uh you don't think he's uh you know uh got the hat out on the on the side of the road ever no i, I mean with that beard? They, where they ask for cash cash advances yeah <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, my final, my final takeaways, I'm all for player empowerment, but if you're going to, if you're, I, and I love the, I actually like ring chasing, but if you're going to do it, you can't then also tank your trade. Um, you can't take, tank your trade value by demanding one team and then expecting to get traded to that team. I, I don't think the, I do not think Houston should, uh, should do, should do any trade with him to the nets unless they're getting like six or seven first rounds back minimum. And I don't think the nets will do that uh, because they have all the leverage. Because they don't need Harden. Harden wants to be there. And so we'll see what happens. Uh, the next topic we're going to talk about was breaking news today. Uh, right before the draft started, Clay Thompson injured his lower uh, right leg, I think it was, in, in an open run in, 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 in the gym. And uh, people were wondering what it was. And immediately everybody's like, oh, no, oh, no. And I, I first thought, well, nobody knows what it is. Maybe it just like twisted his ankle. But it turns out every reaction was correct. And uh, I, the preliminary reports are he tore his Achilles, which uh, is just brutal because he didn't play all last year off the torn ACL that he got in the finals. And uh, this was their bounce back year, supposedly with Curry, Clay, and Draymond all you know back for one one last ride at least and see, see what, how it works. And now it's looking like Clay will probably miss this season. And I mean, uh, this really sucks because he, he's going to miss two years in his prime where, uh, you know, he was, he's one of the best shooters of all time. Uh, was that you, Benny, that wanted to talk about this or Steven? Which, which one of you? Sorry. Steven. Oh, I thought you were going to have like one. Yeah. Let's, let's hear, let's yeah, hear I think, your, uh, your reactions. Uh, I think it's just pretty, like, I thought this was going to be an actual title contender team. I don't think they can be without clay. I think having your, your one, a, your, your 1A and your 2B kind of guys, the two best shooters in the league, not having them, not going to win much. Draymond is not number two. Wiseman's not going to be number two. He's a rookie. So um, I think it's it's a blow to them. It's a blow to Steph getting another ring. So it's kind of it's kind of shitty too. I, I really don't like when players get injured. I, I want to watch like – it would have been awesome to watch Kyrie and KD play last year. And having – you see what happens when Steph and Clay were out. They got a number two pick. So wins, yeah, yeah. So you, they, I would never want people to get injured. I I know that there's people out there that no. like injuries on their on opposing teams. 
I, I if I'm if I'm rooting yeah. for like when I root for the Patriots, Scum. I want to play the best teams like in the Super Bowl. I don't want to play a uh, whittled down team in the Super Bowl. I want to play the best team because honestly, if you win a Super Bowl or you win a title on a team that's depleted, everybody that doesn't like your team will always use that as uh, you know as as bait to get you pissed. Their scapegoat. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, obviously, it doesn't feel always, as good either. Yeah, and you can always respond, "Oh, I still won the ring, right?" It, but yeah, exactly. You you know you know what it is, right? It's like mm-hmm. when the Warriors beat the Cavs in 2015 without Kyrie and 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 Love on their on that team. Everybody knew that that's the reason they won that series, and yeah, it's it's a scapegoat, right? And then the, the response is, "Well, we won the ring anyways." Okay, whatever, move on. Um, the clay injury yeah. sucks. I don't think there's one another superstar in the league that is as universally loved and not hated as clay thompson which uh mm-hmm. saying something everybody in the league likes him and fans of other teams like yeah. him right i don't like the warriors even, i love clay yeah even the broncos out right away that he was he wanted to get better yeah and i i mean i think uh i think it, it's you know you look you look at it it's probably going to be a tough road back for him because he uh <laughs> two significant injuries and back-to-back you know years is just, yeah. just brutal and hope i mean hopefully he gets healed up and he's back next season but um i don't know if he'll be the same player unfortunately it sucks he's on the wrong side of 30 yeah it sucks um and benny did you have something you wanted to talk about in basketball um no i I mean oh yeah a little bit uh i just want to hear what you have uh have to say about um the chris paul trade as far as uh how how it affects the suns um but i mean I'll, i'll say i think the thunder I think it's a great deal for them to number one get rid of the contract um get more picks they have tons of picks and uh lastly i think that kelly Oubre is uh, a good little piece to uh you know put in the mix uh with uh sga yeah i think they also traded uh they're gonna trade gallinari to to the mavs uh I think that's that's the trade that's being worked out right now the the picks that <laughs> the 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 Thunder have are just amazing. They have yeah. so many first rounders in the next five years. The big problem with the Thunder is they play in Oklahoma City, right? If this was any big market team, we'd be like, okay, this team's going to compete forever. The problem with the Thunder is that, you know, they had Harden, KD, and Westbrook and got zero titles out of it because all of them wanted out mm-hmm. eventually. And uh, I mean, the first, Sam Presti gets all the praise, right? He's a great GM. That Harden trade was the worst trade in, in NBA Terrible. Right? that he, that he, orchestrated um but outside of that he's been great it's the biggest problem is it's okc the chris paul trade i love it on both sides i think that i cannot believe that the the bucks didn't offer more than what the uh than what the suns offered for chris paul because the mm-hmm. bucks gave more than what the suns gave for chris paul for drew holiday um for for uh okc it's a great deal because they are not trying to win now they got like a five ten year plan and uh if they can keep sga there and and draft well and hit and get and hopefully those other teams that they get the picks from suck they're going to be really good um as for the suns i love the deal because i think devin booker you want him to be happy and he's not going to be happy winning 30 games a year and so uh chris paul we saw what he could do this last year still he's old but he's still you know i'd say a top 10 point guard which uh the point guard is such a deep position maybe he's not but I, i think he is and uh, he's a good leader on that team and he will find yeah. people. I think the idea of him and Deandre Ayton is great 
I think Aiton will make will make uh, leaps this season. And uh, I, I, I mean, if look at what the Suns did in the bubble, right? They went eight and zero. Devin Booker was just unbelievable. I like the trade. I think that that's a great pickup for them. As long as CP three stays healthy, um, they're going to be good. I don't. I mean, they're not going to yeah. compete or anything, right? They're 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 going to be a a lower seed to competing for a playoff spot, but um, it's going to be entertaining. Uh, we saw what CP three did with OKC when nobody thought that they can make the playoffs and he, he led them there. And I, I do believe that they're, I think that they're going to be the eight seed this year, the, the Suns. So. Um, yeah. I, I like it too. I think that uh, a huge uh, perk of that trade is like the men- the mentorship of uh, Chris Paul on guys like Devin Booker and Deandre. Ayton. Yeah, definitely. I, I think Chris Paul is yeah. probably one of the, uh, I think he's the president of the Players Association, the Players Union. Yeah, I think he is um, really, really uh, there for other players in terms of in terms of uh, you know tutoring them and teaching them and stuff about about all mm-hmm. aspects of life, which I think is very important and underrated in the league. So um, I'm excited for that. I think that that team's going to be fun to watch. I'm going to watch a lot of Suns games this year. And uh, my my final thing I want to say is that uh, if you're going to do futures bets, here's one that I want everybody on this podcast to lock in. Luka Doncic's MVP plus 450, I think is what the odds are now. He is the, I can't believe it's that low. Few reasons for that. Giannis is not going to get a third MVP in a row. There's only been one player that has ever done that. And I think that was Bill Russell. I don't think anybody has got three MVPs uh, in a row since then. Correct me if I'm wrong. Voters fatigue nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't think anybody has since then. And uh, Giannis, the last two years has been absolutely insane, but then let down in the playoffs. The league is not, voters are not going to vote for him for a third MVP unless he puts up 40 points a game. I don't think that's happening. It's all about the narrative. Luca was absolutely bonkers last season. He's moved into a top five player and he's going to be better than last season. So bar an injury, he will win the MVP unless somebody has an unbelievable season on a great team. You look at who's around the league, who can actually do that and be better than Luca, right? Um, your options are very slim. The other person, if you want to hedge it a little bit, I would bet on is Davis at seven to one because LeBron has said throughout the offseason that he's in a coast at the start of the regular season. He doesn't want to risk injury. He knows that the regular season really doesn't matter. He's playing for rings at this point. So you can see. Anthony Davis have 30 and 12 through the first six weeks, something like that. He puts up great stats like that. And you can hear LeBron probably go and say, you know, crazy that he's not the MVP, right? He's definitely the MVP. It's all about narratives here. And so Luca will be the favorite and you're going to see Luca put up monster stat lines and you're that minus or that plus 450 is going to go to um, plus 200 or plus 150 very quickly. If he comes out hot, like he was last season. Um, It's a good bet. Like, um, like James Harden-esque numbers, I think, this year, where it's going to be, like, undeniable that he has to win the MVP. Or yeah, and I think the team's narrative gonna be- is not going to help out a lot. Yeah. The other futures bet that I really like is Lakers plus 350 for the championship. I think they're the odds on favor. They're the best team. Uh, but if you're going to bet a different team, you know what team I would go for? Um, the the Mavs. I think they're 27-1. to 1. I don't think they're going to win the finals, but 27-1, to 1, if Luka makes the leap, which I think he will, they're going to be a contender to a contender for that. Benny is walking into his bathroom. Are you going to piss on, on the, on the, uh, I guess. Sh- oh, you- and the, the, the last guy to get three MVPs in a row was, uh, Larry Bird. Larry Bird got three in a Muted. row. Yeah. Wait, did he really? 
Yeah, 84, 85, 86. I cannot believe that. And Wilt Will did it too. Those are my three players that have done it. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at it. Okay. Okay, yeah, Bird did it. That's crazy. I did not think Bird did that. People people forget how great Bird was. He's, 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 he's probably great. rated. You know, everybody says he's like the second or third best forward ever after LeBron and maybe KD. He's pretty He's pretty much yeah, he's, reached that, that ground. But I mean, of course, right? Yeah, he's, 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 a, he's a tall, he's a tall white guy with a mustache. He did nobody would you look at you look at basketball today and you're like, that guy was literally the best player in the league for a little bit. Nobody would believe you. That guy from Indiana. Hey, do not slander, do not slander the mustache. No, okay, I love the I mustache. I, I sported the mustache for the last three months. I just shaved mine. The beautiful thing. Also, I really miss watching Larry Bird. Okay. <laughs> do you? He's not playing yeah, before he's born. Back in the day. I know. He's not uh, playing like, in like 92. Man, those Celtics teams, there's nothing like those Celtics teams. Well, yeah, there is an argument. Day, that was real basketball. <laughs> there's an argument that the 86 Celtics is, is the best team of all time. A legitimate one, too. They'd be a one seed in, in, uh, if you're bracketing it up. If they're doing four four. Bill, Bill Russell's my goat. <laughs> well, okay. That's yeah, I don't know basketball. any trophies that are named after LeBron. <laughs> They should name. They should name uh, every trophy after him. Uh, that is the end of our basketball talk. Uh, we will, you know, the season's getting started really soon, and we're gonna have a gr- God. I love sports. We're gonna have basketball back around Christmas. The NFL is in full swing. This is gonna be beautiful. We aren't gonna talk about too much basketball until the football season ends. It was just a pretty monumental week for for trades and for the draft happening. That that I felt we should open with that. So okay, after we take a break. Uh, Benny went, Benny couldn't hold his bladder and he texted me uh, four minutes ago, break after this. And he sprinted to the bathroom and I, I, I'm worried about him. I'm worried about his bladder. We have an undershot right now. Yeah. We're seeing his, we're I'm seeing safe. His I'm safe folks. We're seeing his double chin. Uh, geez. He's, he's naked now for some reason. double chin or is that something hanging off his body? I don't know. Is that a tumor? <laughs> the hell, Benny? Oh, uh, okay. we're, good. we're gonna take a quick break and then we're gonna do whatever. Fake news. See, this is why we can't do breaks. Benny, Benny has an audible gap from when I talk to what comes to his ear because he just can't shut up when we're talking. Uh, we're gonna take a break, okay? Benny, you already did your, you already peed, so the break isn't really necessary for you. I'm sure you're gonna have to take another break, so you might want to try to pee a little more. Um, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna be back. We're gonna be given what the people want, which is our week eleven picks. By the way, I smoked both of you last week. We'll be right back. The date is Wednesday, November 18th. The time, 11.17. What I'm doing? Cracking open a cold one, a silver light, silver bullet, or a Coors Light silver bullet to be exact. You know, the best ones, the 15 ounces, them twist-offs. I'm going to take a swig and we're going to get right back to the podcast. Back to the show. Okay, we are back. It was a break where we actually just all talked. Benny, did you pee again or are you going to be good for the next, you know, 45 minutes? I pushed. I pushed one out. Okay, that is an awkward way to describe urinating, but uh, I actually didn't. I didn't. That was just a joke. But well, okay. we are now concerned for your health, listeners. Benny is, <laughs> Benny is fine, supposedly, but we, we do not know. Uh, he refuses to see the doctor. Okay, week eleven. <laughs> Last week, I uh, shellacked both of you. I went eleven and three. Uh, Benny eight and six picked up three games on you. Still got a big lead. Steven six and eight. That leaves us at. I am 87, 59, and one. Benny, 98, 48, and one. That is a 11 game lead with uh, seven, eight weeks to go, right? 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Yeah, 
No, seven. Seven weeks I ago. I just want. There we go. And Steve, I just want everybody. Listen, and Steve, 70, 48, and one. What do you want to say now, Benny? I just want everybody listening in their car, listening at home, listening at work, even. If you're sitting at your desk, you know, maybe there's people around you. I want you to golf clap for Sterling, okay? I want everybody to give a little golf clap for his first successful week, his first week coming out on top in predictions. I think I've won multiple weeks. I don't know. No, maybe not. I mean, I've been I've been getting uh, railroaded this season. I will tell you this though: last season I beat you, so you haven't got the championship yet, my friend. Not yet. Okay. We need to make a bell. We do. Time to pick every game you pick. Well, you probably will beat me this week because I got some wild ones. Okay, Cardinals at Seahawks Thursday night tomorrow night. Uh, the Seahawks are a three-point favorite, fifty-seven and a half over under. Um, I'm gonna say I got the Cardinals. I like this Cardinals team. I actually was the only one that picked them last week over the Bills. Uh, that's where I picked up one of my games. And I, I think that the, the, uh, you know, the train keeps on rolling. Here's, here's a question before, before you two pick it. How about this? I don't know. We can't do this on our book, but I wish we could. And I, we can ask for Super Bowl matchups. But what do you think, uh, what do you think the odds of a Cardinals uh, Dolphin Super Bowl is? Probably like plus 5,000. I'm just saying, yeah. if, they, if, the, if the odds went up there, I would bet that. Now, I wouldn't put a lot of money on that, but I would bet that because uh, both those teams are really hot. So I'm thinking the Cardinals. I, I still think, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say, I keep re- restating everything I say about the Seahawks, but that defense is just atrocious. And uh, uh, what Benny said before we started recording is that it seems like a few of their guys will be out, but Jamal Adams will be playing, which is, uh, you know, net negative for that team. And uh, I mean, Kyler Murray. Right? Come on. He's amazing. Uh, we're going to Arizona here. Benny, you have never okay. picked against the Seahawks. Is this your first time ever picking against Seattle? Um, well, I will say uh, the Cardinals are underdogs, and that surprised me. So um, you, I'm going to make my pick, but I'm not very confident in it, and my pick is the Seahawks. Uh, but here's, here's why I can rationalize that they're going to win. Um, because even though they do have their two best cornerbacks out again this week. Um, I think that last last week in the fourth quarter, there was some encouraging signs from the Seattle defense making uh, three stops in a row. Um, golf clap for them. And then, yeah, golf clap for them. Seriously, they, they deserve the first golf clap of the year for them. Um, but also besides that, I think that um, the Seahawks are really – uh, I mean, so the way the Cardinals won was with a bunch of pressure on Russell Wilson, right? And I think now a second time uh, going into the game, uh, Seattle will be better prepared for that. Um, and then also, I mean, I'm still going to take Russell Wilson over uh, Kyler Murray, even though Russell Wilson has been bad the last couple of weeks. I think that this is a bounce back game for him, kind of a, uh, you know, a little prove it game. I think the Seahawks actually, they'll have Chris Carson back. So that's big. Um, I think it'll be a little more uh, run heavy. He won't be Hopefully back. Russell Wills. He won't? No, last thing I saw, he's not, he might not be playing. Yeah, he, he's he more than limited, likely not playing. He was a limited participant in practice on uh, Tuesday. And uh, Tyler Lockett has a knee sprain, but he's going to play. Um, anyways, I think it's a bounce back game for Russell Wilson um, because last two weeks he's not looked good uh, forcing some some balls. But, yeah, give him the Seahawks. Okay. Uh, good luck with that. Steven? 
Yeah, he uh, Chris Carson didn't practice today. It's looking like he's highly doubtful. But um, I'm gonna pick <laughs> the Cardinals. Oh, he practiced uh, on Tuesday, so things must have not yeah, gone well. Suck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they said uh, wait till tomorrow, so it's like it's up in the air. Hey, no one told Trey. Oh, though, game time decision, huh? Not all game time. Well, decision. no. Yeah, yeah. I so, but that's leading to heavily doubtful. So. <laughs> Yep, probably not playing. Benny, you were wrong, but he did practice on Tuesday, so suck it, Steve. Okay. Yeah, Fal- suck it, Steve. He practiced on Tuesday. <laughs> Falcons well, at – I think, I think that game's going to be really good. I'm excited for that game. Falcons at Saints. Oh, yeah, what uh, a treat. What a treat on Thursday night. And Sunday morning, we come off with a bang. Falcons at Saints. Uh, the Saints are four-and-a-half-point favorites with Jameis at the helm, 50 over-under. I like that over-under. I'm going to do a little surprising thing here. I, I They're on my shit list, but I'm picking the Falcons. You know why? I think that there is a chance here where Jameis just isn't that good and the offense doesn't gel with him. I actually like Jameis more than Drew Brees, so I'm kind of being an idiot here. But it's going to be hard. I think in this game, if Drew Brees was the quarterback, he'd be the wrong quarterback for this game. So maybe I'm wrong here. But um, this line moved down, uh, I think, three or four points from what it opened at before Drew Brees was announced to be you know, dealing with the collapsed lung. By the way, apologies to the Breeze family and Drew Brees in particular. I called him a faker. I said he's just getting out of there with dignity. I was wrong. I'm an asshole. Fully admitting. Uh, my apologies. Yeah. Drew Brees, I know you're listening. I know he's one of our loyal, loyal listeners. I can't, but, uh, I can't believe he tweeted you out and said, you're an asshole. That yeah, Drew crazy. Brees probably hates my guts. Uh, I hope him a speedy recovery. There is a chance that that was the last game we ever saw Drew Brees play. Now it's a low chance because it seems like he's going to be back in the next couple of weeks. But a punctured lung or a collapsed lung, that's nothing to mess with. So uh, I'm happy he got out of that game before uh, when he when he felt bad because uh, that could have been very detrimental to not only his career but his life if he uh, kept taking hits on that with a, with a collapsed lung. So um, apologies there. I'm not going to take back what I've said about how he's looked this season. That's for sure. But uh, I think the Falcons are going to upset them this week. I, I thought the Falcons would win one of two. Uh, maybe this isn't the one, but I, I don't know. Matt Ryan has a thing with hitting receivers that nobody knows. What's that guy's name? Zacharias. That's an amazing name. Yeah. Zacharias or something. I wish his first name was Zach. That'd be even better. Uh, but it's, I'm going to take the Falcons here. Crazier. I'm going to take the Falcons here. Uh, call me crazy. Yeah. I will say this. I, I said this in the basketball thing briefly because you said you took the sabbatical like uh, Taysom Hill or the mission trip uh, to for NCAA game. <laughs> I picked him up and I'm putting him at tight end because if Jameis stinks, they're going to put Taysom Hill in at quarterback and that's all points for me. So uh, now do I think Jameis is going to stink that bad? No, it's very, it's very hard to stink to where Taysom Hill will be your quarterback, but I think they're going to do a ton of gadget plays, which, uh, which help Taysom Hill get rushing yards, which helps my fantasy team. So I'm going Falcons. Benny, you taking the Saints? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm actually – and this is not because you uh, – because I'm ahead of you and I don't want you to gain any uh, games on me, but I – there's, I there's a reason. very – there's a very real, real possibility that Jameis Winston throws four interceptions. Actually, he wouldn't make it that long. He would – I think after two picks, he's getting pulled and Taysom Hill's going in. That's um, worse. So if there's a prop over under for Jameis Winston, three interceptions, I'd bet the under because he's getting pulled before that. I don't um, think there's a prop out there that exists for, <laughs> for probably not three but, picks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's two and a half. Maybe that's, I'd say that's a better one. Two and a half. That's a, I mean, that's up in the air with Jameis Winston. Anyways, no, I think that uh, the Falcons have some momentum. I mean, what they started on, did they start on six or one and five? 
Uh, take one and five. Putting me on the spot. One I think and five. Five to you, yeah. I think okay. so. So they've won a couple in a row, uh, and they're uh, they have their starting quarterback. They're a little more healthy, so give me the Falcons. Okay, Stephen. Uh, give me the Saints. I still think they have a pretty good defense, and even those games the Falcons won, they're all pretty close games, anyways. Like the Lions game, they probably shouldn't have won that. Uh, Adrian Peterson, terrible. Um, they lost I think, yeah. Oh, they, oh, yeah, they did lose the Lions. But because they should have won saying, that because of Todd Gurley. He scored. Yeah, Todd Gurley, yeah. Yeah, so I think I think the Saints are going to win handedly. Handedly. Okay. Um, wow. The Bengals at Washington. I was surprised here that Washington's uh, the favorite. They were favored by one and a half, 46 uh, and a half over under. I'm going to go the Bengals here. I picked the Bengals over the Steelers last week. I had them in a few bets. They lost me my bets because they got destroyed. Only the second week, Joey Joey covers didn't cover. So uh, I'm going to pick them to cover and win outright here. I'm going to put this in some teasers and I'm going to bet on them. I still love Joe Burrow. I think he's a top 10 quarterback. The team around him stinks. Uh, they're going to win a few more games this year, and then they're going to be ready to go next year. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he does a leap next year into being great, being amazing. So I'm going Bengals here. Uh, you going with Alex Smith or you going with uh, Joey nope. Covers? I got I got Joey Covers. Um, I'm honestly confused why the Redskins are the favorite. Okay. Um, find again. Oh, find the football find, team. Washington football team. Uh yeah, but no, I got the Bengals. Okay, you're fine again. So just uh, keep the tally. You're 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 owing about fifty bucks already <laughs> from all the fines. Uh, uh, Steve, I got the Bengals. Okay, we all think this is a terrible line, so that means that that means that the Washington's probably gonna win. Uh, Lions okay. at Panthers. You know, this Lions team has a bit of momentum, and. Teddy Bridgewater might not be playing, right? He's going to play, I think, right? But it's not look. It's looking like, you know, he got banged up at the end of that game. This is a hard game to pick. I'm staying away from it. Uh, the The Panthers are three-point favorites unless something has changed. I don't have the over-under for this game. Uh, I like the Panthers. I actually really like the Panthers team, but I don't like them if Bridgewater isn't playing because I don't know who their backup is, but I know that it's not somebody that I'm a fan of. And I like Matthew Stafford. So that's a whole bunch of bullshit for me to say, if Teddy Bridgewater plays, the Panthers are going to win this game. If he does and the Lions are, I'm going to aim that he is going to play. So I'm going to take the Panthers. Okay. Uh, I think Will Greer is the backup in Carolina. I don't um, think he played but... when, when Bridgewater. Yeah. Shout I mean, out Will Greer. Maybe, game, maybe I'm wrong. Steven, Steven, can you prove me wrong again? This is not, this is not that the, was Phil, Philip Walker. Philip Walker from the, uh, from the, oh, Phil. whatever that, that league was called. The ACF, the, the XFL, the XFL. Okay. Um, I am actually going to take the Lions. Um, and I really don't have any other reason besides. If Teddy Bridgewater plays, then I know that's a it's a free win for me. Or if Teddy Bridgewater doesn't play, I know that's a free win for me. So, okay, uh, Stephen, uh, I'm thinking the Lions too. I like their momentum because uh, a few weeks ago I would picked Panthers, but they haven't been playing uh, terribly well, and uh, okay. McCaffrey's out again. So, yeah, I know McCaffrey. That is a bad season for him. Um, Mike Davis has been a good replacement though. Um, Patriots at Texans. The Texans are, or the Patriots are two point 
road favorites. 49 is the over under. I said last week, I'm taking the Patriots out of pure admiration for Bill Belichick. And for that, I think that if they're going to do the kitchen sink, well, they won that game uh, by quite a commanding margin that they, they, they outplayed the Ravens uh, by quite, quite a bit. They looked a lot better and they beat the Ravens playing their style of football. The Patriots seems hot. Okay. They're hot. I'm taking the Pats in the Pats. And I think they're going to cover this too. I think the Texans are one of the worst teams in football and they can't stop the run, which is uh, what I said about the Browns game last week. I think it's going to happen again this week. They cannot stop the run. And if you cannot stop the run against teams that run the ball a lot, you're going to have a lot of problems. I think this is a no brainer. The Patriots might blow them out, but I'll say this. My devil's advocate is Deshaun Watson hasn't had one of those games where he's, you know, gone berserk and had, and had just, you know, why, why people think he's this good a quarterback. You know, he has, he has a couple of those every year and he hasn't had one this year. He has been steadily consistent though. I was wrong about that when I said he's not been that good. He's been pretty good, but um, he, he hasn't had one of those, you know, four touchdown games that, that you, that you think you're going to get from him every so often. So maybe that's this week. Don't think it's this week. I'm going Pats. Nail it in baby. Lock it. Let's hear you, Benny. Yeah. I don't think it's this week. I don't think it's this week either. Um, that's definitely a bad matchup for um, the Texans because, hey, Cam Newton could run for 100 yards this week or, you know. Oh, can, couple, I, can I say something again? Touchdowns. I don't mean to interrupt. Yeah, go ahead. No. Um, last, week when no I, when I, turn. Last, last week when I said the Browns were going to win, I cited that the, the Texans can't run the ball and they can't stop the run. And I kind of said that again earlier when I was just, – just a moment ago. Um, them not being able to run the football – against the Patriots where their run defense is by far their weakest part of their defense is going to cause a lot of problems because they aren't going to have to, they aren't going to have to stack the box against a team that can't run. So um, that's just adding to my point. So sorry, continue Benny. No, um, that's all I got to say. I think that um, the Patriots have looked really good on the ground lately with Damian Harris. Uh, Shout out Damian Harris is on my fantasy team. Honestly, thinking about starting him. Yeah, Steve, get him on the pod. But no, give me Patriots. Send an email now. Thank you. Do it. Um, Steve, you taking the Pats or are you, you going to go against the grain? Uh, I, I actually submitted, like, I picked all my picks on ESPN. Like, so I had them locked in and I knew who I was going to talk about. Uh, I actually picked the Texans because I do think this is a game where, he, uh, where they just get, they're just going to throw a lot. I think this team, I don't know if the Patriots are going to redo what they did last week with their defense. Um, I think the Texans need to win a game. I think they morally feel like they <laughs> need to win after this dumpster fire of a season. What so, do you think was um, going through their head when uh, DeAndre Hopkins caught the game winning touchdown? Do you think they uh, feel like, like oh god, I wish I had a wide receiver like that. Can we trade for him? <laughs> <laughs> I no, I they still they still have good receivers. It's just like they I don't know why you trade literally like a top three wide receiver in the league. I think he's considered the best. I don't. I don't it's going to be hard to make an argument against. Honestly, at this no, point. I'm just saying like general, I don't, I don't like to submit someone as one because then it's just like, I guess you could, but uh, he's never one in my heart. Okay. Yeah. That's what matters. I think he's going to have a monster game tomorrow. How about that? Um, yeah. So you're on the Texans. Wow. Well, I don't think that'll work out for you, but I, I understand the rationale behind that. Uh, Eagles at Browns. Eagles are a team that I'm sick of. I will never bet them again, no matter what odds people <laughs> give me. They've disgusted me throughout this year the Browns are only two point favorites this seems like a gimme Carson Wentz is 
Um, you know, I've backed him too much. It's done. I'm done with it. The best quarterback in that division is Daniel Jones. Okay. Done with it. I'm done giving Carson Wentz any respect. Uh, so are his fa- so are the fans of the Eagles. Uh, the, I think the Giants might actually win that division. I, 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 we talked about the playoffs last week. I didn't say, yeah, the Giants don't really have a chance. I thought about it a little more. The Giants are the best team in that division. They, they all suck. The Giants can win that division. So uh, I'm going the Browns here. Two points is a gift. It's a gift only saying two points. This this should this might be ugly. This might be ugly, folks. Um, who do you got? Watch out. Um I I'm taking the Browns also, but I don't I, I'm not saying that two points is a gift. Uh because I think this game will be closer than you you think. Like the, the Eagles have played um and they played the Ravens close, and maybe that might have been, you know, a little backdoor action. But uh, I think it'll be closer than you think. And also the Browns, uh, you know, even though you said great matchup for them last week, uh, I know the weather was crazy, but that game was three to nothing for three quarters, right? Like it covered for me. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, they did. But I I don't think it's going to be like a blowout that that you think it's going to be. But um, I think the Browns are going to win. Okay, Steve. Yeah, I like the Browns. Yeah, are they playing in Cleveland again? Yeah. Cleveland, where I'm from. Yeah, 100 mile per hour wins on Sunday. Yeah, I didn't realize that that's how it was in Cleveland. Okay, but, uh, and also last week yeah. that 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 line was weird because nobody or that line wasn't weird. It was the weather. Nobody knew the weather was going to be like that. They didn't plan for that. So that was more of an aberration than like you know, oh, the Browns played them close. No, if the, if the weather was fine, they would have blown them out. And Nick Chubb going out of bounds in the one what? instead of scoring there. No, dude. If Nick Chubb scores that, that doesn't make sense. That, that makes no sense. I know, but listen, that makes no sense to me because what was the rationale for the Browns blowing out the Texans, running it down their throat, right? That a oh, bad weather game completely uh, favors the team that can run the ball. And the Texans aren't the team that can run the ball. The Texans are the team that would need to air it out to win. You think uh, that so... many? But guess what? Here's the deal. Guess what? If you said to me, if, if I said this to you, you said this to me, hey, you know, in, in Boston and in Foxborough, there's going to be a monsoon in the fourth quarter. What team does this favor, the Ravens or the Pats? You would say the Ravens 10 times out of 10. Sometimes it just doesn't work out that way. Okay, my friend? Sometimes it doesn't. I, NFL, I don't NFL's know. I don't know. Game. I don't know because I think the Ravens are a better passing team. Lamar Jackson is, is is more explosive than Cam Newton right now. Diarrhea. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, passing he's more explosive than I'm Cam. Saying Newton he's playing right, like so. shit. I'm not. I'm not saying. <laughs> oh, thank you for alluding to that. Yeah, I don't know if people got that. If, if people caught my drift. Um, okay, well, whatever, Benny. Listen, I'm gonna just tell you right now. I'm betting the Browns minus two. That line's gonna move up. I think. By the way, Carson Wentz gets too much respect uh okay Steelers at Jags uh I picked the Bengals last I picked week the Browns this... too oh sorry <laughs> my apologies <laughs> I picked the uh I picked the uh the the Bengals to win last week I'm not going to do the same with the Jaguars I'm picking the Steelers although I do want a Vladimir Lutton or <laughs> Vladimir Lutton Vladimir Lutton <laughs> that sounds actually better can you get his wait is that his yeah. last name isn't that last name's Luton right that's a Russian last name so that's why I thought Vladimir Jay, I, think I think it's Jay, German Vladimir Luton <laughs> yeah Vladimir Lutton, Lutton, I, think. I think Lutton's German or oh uh, well guess I what think it's Lutton. I don't think it's Luton okay well Benny here's the thing you know a guy that knows him get him on the pot I want to actually grill him legitimately like give him some good questions okay 
uh, after this game. So try to get him on the pod legitimately. Don't be a, don't be a Jack. Um, I'm going to take the Steelers here, not because of uh, Vladimir, but because I, I just don't know how if they have the firepower to beat the Steelers. I still question the Steelers team. They're a fraudulent, they're a fraudulent nine and oh, I don't think they're a great nine and oh, they're a fraudulent nine and oh, um, they're probably going to win 13 or 14 games. It's fraudulent. I don't think they're the best team in the AFC. I don't think they're close. I don't think they're close. Are so, you asking to stop the count? I'm saying if the right now you stop the count, they'd be awarded the championship, right? The count ain't stopped. <laughs> so yeah. I, think the We're not the I think the Steelers We're are going to get screwed. I think the Steelers are going to get screwed by mail-in ballots and actually playing the playoffs. So uh, uh, we're going to go. We're going to go with the Steelers here in this game. They're going to want the count to be stopped, but uh, it's going to keep on counting. So we're going Steelers here. Big Ben, Juju, uh, Claypool, uh, Deontay Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, they're all they're all really good. And uh, I, I I think the Jaguars want to lose out. So when they're playing close games, it's not it's not making the ownership happy. They want they want to lose. But I want to talk to Vlad. I want him on the podcast, and I want to, I want to grill him. So Benny, make that happen. I got the Steelers though. Benny, you gonna you gonna pick your friend, or you gonna pick the Steelers? You gonna be a bad friend? Uh, Vlad, Vlad. Um, you gonna pick Vlad, dude? I mean, I can't I can't uh in right in my right mind pick the Jaguars uh for the sake of this. It's a good thing you're not in your right mind. Thanks. You're right. You're right. Uh, no, but I might, you know, I might put a little, uh, a little, little money on that just for the, the, you know, potential, uh, just for the, on the spread. It's plus 10. Uh, That's a good tease. That's a good tease. You can get them to plus or plus 20. True. That, that is a good tease. That is a good tease. Good or with Minnie's tease, uh, no, plus 45, knowing, knowing the teases he does. I don't know. I don't, and he loses. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A moose 60 point special. right (laughs) minus 800 um you're taking that you're taking the Steelers I wrote down Jags for you but okay I'll do Steelers uh Steve I'm taking the Steelers I think I've picked them every week I think I'm gonna keep doing that except last week I think you convinced me of the Bengals by the way I forgot we I haven't been doing the chugs when people have been doing the you know the solo pick I should have done that with the Texans for you Steve so with that I'm gonna take a take a swig well, I think I did. I think I do another swig. Ooh, I think yeah. I picked the Upset Saints, the week. and you guys both picked the Falcons. Uh, another little another swig right here on the Saints. Another swig. <sighs> Who's like yeah. those wow. Rockets are cold? Did, did we I, just at the same time? I think we did. I think we're gonna have. I think we're gonna have a little controversy here on this next pick. Okay, we got Titans at Ravens. Ravens minus six and a half, 49 over under. I'm gonna tell you right now. I've I've actually I'm I've actually put in a bet. That is going to surprise you. It's a, it's a parlay with two underdogs here. One of these, one of those was the Cardinals. The other is the Titans. Here's my rationale. We saw what Damian Harris did to the front of the Ravens. You're not telling me Derrick Henry can't do that times two. Uh, the Titans, I can't believe I bet on them. They're on my shit list. This is going to be a bad bet, I think. But here's the deal. The Ravens don't look good. They're injured. I don't like their offense and they can't stop the run right now. I think this game, at least you're giving me about it. You're giving me a touchdown here. Um, if I bet just the spread, if I just bet the spread, but I actually like, I, I still think this Titans team, right? We're, we're, we're saying that they're terrible. They're, they're crap. They're not going to do anything. They're still tied for first in that division. You know, they have six wins. 
I feel like this is kind of an anti-Titans uh, sentiment by the NFL or by the line makers here that uh, we just we just think that they're washed and they're done. I think Derrick Henry's going to have 200 yards this week. And I still, I am not confident in Lamar Jackson and uh, winning, with it, winning with his arm right now. I think he's having a really bad uh, sophomore slump. And I'm going to the Titans here. I think I, I think it's going to happen. I don't, I don't know. I'm not that confident about it, but I think it's going to happen. There's reasons for it. I cannot believe the six and a half points. I think that this line should be probably two and a half. But uh, listen, tits up. Benny, who you got? Yeah. Um, well, if you remember in the playoffs last year, the Titans. Well, you picked the Titans the the super, to, get, to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So fixed to a live. You're typically. Yeah. Um, so. If you do remember, um, the Titans beat the Ravens in the playoffs last year. Um, I think that's a great point that if the um, Patriots can be successful on the ground, I don't know if Calais Campbell's back. That would that would be a uh, something to pay attention to. Um, but I'm actually going to agree with you, and I'm going to pick the Titans. And I'm not giving up on the Titans yet. Well, Stephen, I think also – Yes, finish sorry, it, Benny. Uh, yeah, so if you can tease uh, – the line, uh, and get a big, big, uh, you know, plus uh, spread for the Titans. I would do it because I don't think that they would get blown out by the Ravens because I think that um, Ryan Tannehill is potentially uh, more explosive as a passer than uh, Lamar Jackson this year. Well, they need to throw the ball more, and I, I that yeah. goes against what I just said, where I said that they should run the run the hell out of the ball, but. Their success with the offense came when Tannehill was throwing more. Uh, I'm not saying to abandon the run, especially if it's working, right? If Derrick Henry's getting eight yards of carry, keep running the ball. I mean, don't don't abandon the run. But um, what they work best out of is when they do play action and Tannehill will have open people because everybody commits to the run because it takes, you know, four or five people to tackle Derrick Henry. I also, uh, to re- to not to reiterate, but to go back on, you know, I don't think Patrick Queen is a great linebacker for for – against Derrick Henry. I think he's a new, the, the hybrid linebacker. That's more of a, you know, he's, he's not, he's not that big. And Derrick Henry is yeah. much, much larger than everybody on this defense. And he's just a freak of a freak of nature. So um, yeah, sorry. Reiterated. I'm assuming you're picking the, the Ravens, right, Steve? And if so, we are going to have to chug. So if you are picking the Ravens, just give me the head nod. I'm going to run out, grab another beer and open it up before you give your explanation. You are not picking the Ravens. No, I'm not picking the Ravens after last week and how they played. Can't believe we're I think the Titans are here. <laughs> Every time we do this, I think they lose. So yeah, I know they're, they're going to lose. No, this is going to be the week where, where tits up works. We also picked all the Bengals when they aren't the favorite, so one of those two will definitely lose. Well, we're idiots. So I don't know. Yeah, we're done. You. Uh, you're picking the Titans. Do you have Do you have an explanation, or is it just reiterating everything we just said? Uh, no, I was going to talk about the run and everything, but I think I think Tannehill going back to it. If if the run doesn't work starting off, I think I think they go to him, and I think they'll play well. I think the Baltimore team is literally in shambles right now. Um, they're not looking good. They've progressively looked worse every year with Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's having a stinker of a year. So uh, I like the Titans. I think they're overall a better team. There's a chance the Ravens don't make the playoffs. They're 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 in that six and three there range is. where. Uh, you know, I think the Browns the can finish better. I do. Well, even the Browns, they might finish third in their own in their own uh, <laughs> their own division. Yeah, no, very true. Although, I, I think the Ravens and the Steelers are the Browns. You know, kryptonite. They're never going to be one of those teams 
Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Um, Packers at Colts. That's another one that's a head scratcher. The Colts are now a point and a half favorite. It, it was lowered from two and a half, 51 over under. Um, I get it. I mean, I think that defense, the Colts defense is good. And I think Rivers has played a lot better than any of us would have thought, uh, being honest. Like we all, I think we all said Rivers is washed up and this was a terrible contract. And if they had Andrew Luck, if they had, or if Jacoby Brissett is a better starter, they could have got Winston, right? Go after Brady, go after all these people. Philip Rivers has been, uh, you know, pretty good. And I love that they've been using Hines more and really have gone away from Jonathan Taylor, the guy that they drafted and put so much stock into. Hines is a better player and uh, it shows. He's explosive in both dimensions of the game and uh, he, he's, he's good. So uh, Jonathan Taylor is, you know, uh, going to be the guy of the future they think but he's fumbled a bit and he hasn't really been at close to as good as Hines so um, all that says on the compliments for the Colts I think I said on the last podcast I think the Packers are going to win out so I'm not going to change that now I think they're going to win this game this is going to be the hardest challenge of the rest of the regular season and uh, I think it's going to be a close game but I'm surprised that they're not favored because I think that in games like this where both teams are pretty much equal I'd say in a lot of aspects, you go with who's the better quarterback. And I think Aaron Rodgers, I mean, come on, it's Aaron Rodgers. So uh, I got the Packers. Benny? Uh, this might be this might be the this, the story of Philip Rivers game, you know? And you know what that means. Same old, same. They might have the ball for a chance to win. The last drive. Time running out and can't get it done. I'm picking the Packers, too. Um, I do think it'll be a close game. I don't think either team will blow the other one out. Um, but I'm very surprised that the Colts are uh, favorites because as much as good as the defense is, I just don't trust the offense. So, Packers. And, and Aaron Rodgers has been playing great this year. So Same. Same. Uh, Steve? Yeah, I think, I think the Colts are still one of the most like, underrated teams, but I, I just don't feel good about ever picking them. I want to pick the Packers. I feel bad picking the Colts every time I've picked them. Yeah, Even me too. Yeah, the boring team, but they win. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Okay, Jets and Chargers. We have one, two, three, four, five games left. Jets and Chargers. Uh, Chargers, eight and a half point favorites, 47 and a half. As always, we're just going to announce, uh, do we think they'll cover? Uh, I will say this before we say that. Justin Herbert cut his hair and uh, kind of upset what? me. Upset me. Whoa, yeah, flow? dude. He had flow. It looks terrible. No more flow. And a lot of yeah, people are saying it's like Samson in the Bible. You remember Samson, all, all the religious people out there. Cut his hair, lost his strength. Mm-mm. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so it will take away Herbert's powers, right? As he's making an excuse oh. for his stinky play to be coming up. I don't know. Uh, sneaky. Uh-oh. He's setting the stage. He's setting yep. the stage. Yeah. I, listen, I, I think that the Chargers cover this, although I don't know how we can be certain – uh, I'm not, I'm staying away from this game. I'm staying away from all chargers games. That is actually a, a commitment from me to all of you and the listeners. They, they are the chargers that we always knew. Maybe it wasn't Phillip rivers. Maybe it was just a chargers. Okay. And uh, I, this game could be closer. I think they cover. So we're all taking the chargers. All right. The question is, do they cover? Yeah. Okay. Do Ooh, they cover? I don't think that I don't think they cover. Okay. You don't think hey, they what, what, what's the, what's the spread that, uh, they have, sorry, I don't have it. Eight and a half. Um, it's not on our site. I don't yeah, uh, I don't think they cover either. I agree with Steven, but I think the Chargers will win. Um, I don't think this. 
Another one. Yeah, I think I think the yeah I think the Jets uh, play them close and they fall short once again. You know the Jets intentionally lost that Patriots game two weeks ago. Like there, there's no way they had four yards in the fourth quarter. Uh, they, they intentionally lost that game. I'm I'm fully fully committed to that to that belief system that they once they were up they're like we need to lose we cannot win if we win it, it, the Jaguars are gonna get the first pick we need Trevor so you're you might yeah. be right this could be a close game but they will not pull it out okay Dolphins at Broncos Broncos or Dolphins three and a half point favorite on the road forty five and a half over under I'm going Dolphins I to a you know I, we say this all the time these three rookie quarterbacks are great. Actually, four. If you get if you get Vlad on the podcast, I'll add him in there. How about that? Um, oh yeah, get him on the pod. He's part of this group. Um, I'm going Dolphins. This I think I'm going to bet, and I'll probably tease this. Honestly, I can if I can get a tease down to to them. You know, a plus four and a half or something like that. That just or yeah, that just seems like spicy because I think that there's a chance that they can win by two or or one, um, but. And also the three and a half kind of is like, eh, they have to win by more than a field goal. I know they will win by a field goal, but it's at half point. So I'll probably t- put this in a teaser. I like this Dolphins team. I think they're the hottest team in football. And as I said, uh, I wish there were odds on Dolphins Cardinals Super Bowl because although I don't think it's likely, I can see it happening. This Dolphins seems feisty. That's what I like to call feisty. Yeah. Who you got, Undefeated with Tua. Undefeated with Tua also. I'm 100% taking the Dolphins. Young Dolphins. I- yeah. Let's hear you, Steve. That's all I need to say. No, I'm, pick, I'm picking the Dolphins. The Dolphins. The Dolphins are one of the hottest teams in football, and they're playing a, the reverse of that right now. Last week, you said you're picking the Broncos, so the magic runs out. The magic has ran out, I'm assuming? Well, I'm a liar. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Habitual uh, <laughs> liar. Three games left. Cowboys at Vikings. Vikings, eight-point favorite, 49.5 over under. Um, Andy Dalton's back. That matters to any of you. It doesn't matter to me. I'm taking the Vikings, and I think that they probably cover this. The Cowboys are, you know, they're right up there with the with the Jets and the uh, Jaguars as being, you know, in contention with the, as the worst team in football. So, and the Vikings, you know, I said this. I think I said this on the podcast. There is a there is a pathway to the playoffs for them. They could win out. They probably yeah. will not win out, but they could. And um, there's there. I feel like there's a team like this every year that starts out stinky. And then, you know, picks it up at the end. And usually they're just short. But since there's an added playoff team, there's a chance. The NFC is just so tough uh, with with in terms of what you already have there, right? One of those teams they'd have to bounce would probably be the Rams, Seahawks, or Cardinals, whichever of those three. And so for that, I don't think they're going to make it. I think there's a chance. But uh, you get great odds if you bet the Vikings uh, to make the playoffs. Uh, but I think they're going to win this game. They'll probably cover. I have no confidence in, in Andy Dalton. The, game, the two times we've seen him, he's just been, mm, yikes, what is, what's going on over here? You know, you're, you're, it's like, it's like you're, here's a, here's a scenario. You're walking down the street and you see a fight break out. Terrible fight. Somebody vomits in the middle of the fight, right? They get punched in the sword. Oh. That's what, that's what it looks like when you're watching Andy Dalton play quarterback. Because when you're <laughs> walking down the street, you're trying to avoid eye contact. You don't want to get jumped into this fight, anything like that. But you see the vomit, you have to look and you just give it a disgusted face. Like, did that just happen? That's how I feel when I'm watching Andy Dalton play quarterback for the for the Cowboys. So I'm, uh, going, I'm going Vikings. Uh, I can totally picture this uh, in downtown Olympia. Yep. Uh, exact scenario happening. Average actually. Wednesday night. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe there's some some human feces on the sidewalk. You know, nearby. 
Have you yeah, ever exactly. gotten sauce at you, Benny? I feel like you're one of the guys that would catch it with your mouth. What? What? What did you say? Human feces. You ever caught it with your mouth? I feel like you'd be one of those guys. <laughs> yeah, one of those scat oh, guys. Yeah, yeah, scat guy. Yeah, yeah, one of those. One of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Scoop it up, scoop Scat guy. No. Um, uh, you got the Vikings. Yeah, I got the Vikings. They 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 uh, look good recently, and they I'm they found the recipe. They found their identity. That's what matters, right? Ooh. They found their identity going forward. Um. So yeah, I agree. They got an outside chance to make the playoffs, and they're 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 a team you don't want to play right now. Exactly. Uh, Steve. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Unanimous. What do you agree it with? Steve is one of those guys. You agree with the 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 fight that has puke in it i'm thinking of a midday fight i think what benny's describing is a late night wednesday night fight yeah late, yeah, yeah, late yeah, day yeah. fight at I, lake fair how about that i'm talking oh. about yeah i'm talking about i'm talking slightly after lunch you just you just had a funnel cake and you just see a guy you see a fight <laughs> bad decision i think the elephant ear was consumed before so you got a sugar in the vomit sugar you just got off the little uh zipper ride too so you're a little yeah, you got already. zipper yeah those elephant ears are so delicious they're so delicious. A beautiful the, picture. The elephant yeah, the ears are delicious, but they're so everybody, terrible. everybody, Sterling. Let's let's get everybody in the mood real quick. Everybody, close your eyes. You smell an elephant ear. Okay. Wow, you're walking off the zipper. You're like, damn, I need an elephant ear. Okay. You walk over to the concessions, you know, and in it, right in the alleyway where everybody is walking, there's just a fight going on, and somebody's just purging. In the middle of it. Do you have names for these? What do you players? do? Do you, do you know who <laughs> you participate in these brouhaha's? Benny took a Benny took a creative writing class one time in college, and yeah. now he's just putting it to good use. Who do you think yeah. is involved in this fight? Kobe Bio, Austin Diaz Munoz? Uh, do you think just <laughs> in this fight? Oh, my gosh. I'm not going to say any names. I'm not going to say any names. Well, I'm just asking. You're the one making the vision. I want to know who's in this fight. My eyes are closed. I'm thinking, who am I envisioning <laughs> fighting right now? Uh, hmm. I'm not gonna say any names. I don't want to. I don't okay, want Story's over. Sorry, folks. Sorry, folks. Benny, Benny bored everybody to tears with that story that made absolutely about... sense. Shout out uh, Eastbound and Down. Visualize for everyone. Stick you, of shit residue on my cloth gloves. Um. Okay. We have two games left. Chiefs and Raiders. Revenge game for Kansas City. Their one loss this season came at the hands of the Raiders. Um, I said before we recorded this, I want to pick the Raiders, but I cannot because I think most of their teams on the COVID, uh, uh, the COVID list, not that they have it, but they were in close contact. So they'll probably play, uh, in situations like this, when you have, you know, a full unit on the, on the COVID, um, list, they probably should not play this on, uh, on Sunday. They should probably move this to either Monday or Tuesday so that the teams can, you know, they can actually practice instead of, you know, just being virtual the whole time. So I'm taking the chiefs uh, again, not fully bought into this chiefs team. I think that they have, they're getting by um, by the skin of their teeth. in some of these games, they've blown out the last couple of opponents they've had, but it was the jets and somebody else who was not good. I cannot recall who. And uh, I think that they're, I think they have a very easy schedule. So their record's going to be really good, but I feel like they're 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 gonna they're gonna they're not gonna make the Super Bowl is still what I'm thinking. I wouldn't be surprised if they do though. But uh, you know me, I'm not a Mahomes fan. I think that he's overrated. He's great. He's amazing. Overrated still. Uh, Benny, who you got here? Chiefs probably. Yeah, I got the Chiefs. Um, 
I think I'd pick the Chiefs regardless of, you know, if the whole Raiders team play, uh, defense plays or not. It's in Las Vegas. I want you to close your eyes, okay? And I want you yes, to envision I'm, I'm eyes are closed. Saturday night, Mahomes, mm-hmm. you know, the team stand the Bellagio. Mahomes waddles uh, down to the casino and says, okay. I want to play blackjack or, or, you know, craps or roulette. What's he drinking? Is he drinking anything? He's drinking something. Uh, he's drinking a Coors Light, of course. Come on. Oh, okay. Come on. He's drinking a Coors Light. He's, you know, he wearing his mask. He, yes, he's wearing a mask. He's wearing a mask. He's, uh, yeah, of course, he's, he's, a re- he's a responsible man. Um, has a, has a pregnant fiance. What, sweatpants or jeans? He's swagged out. Okay. He's swagged he's wearing, out. Oh, okay. He's wearing Louis Vuitton. Uh, he's wearing a Louis Vuitton bomber. Right. He's wearing, you know, Dior jeans. He's wearing Louboutin shoes. He's wearing about a $20,000 outfit is what I'm, is what I'm saying. Okay. And, he, and he has, and he has a go yard, a go yard, uh, go yard, uh, wallet. Okay. <laughs> he goes down there. He says, Hey dealer, I want 20,000 on red. Okay. Cause of the chiefs. So, you know, I'm right there. It loses yeah. the deal. I'm doubling down 40,000 on red, 50,000, 60,000. He's down a million dollars night before the game. He comes <laughs> in that game the next day and he is distraught. He has lost his kid's college fund, which we will make back with that game check that day. His, his kid that is not born yet, but he's distraught. He says, I don't know what got into me. Now he's developed a gambling addiction. A crippling Uh-oh. one at that. He wants yeah. out of Kansas City, and he wants to. Be it's all downhill to, from here, people. He wants to be traded to Vegas so he can continue his gambling addiction. Okay, I'm just saying. I, I'm picturing all this right endless. now. The possibilities are endless. Jeez. So um, I'm just I'm just painting that picture. It's possible. Okay, it's possible. Likely, well, no. here's, possible. Here's, yes. Here's where here's where my story differs from yours. Is Patrick Mahomes? He goes down a million dollars. He loses a million dollars down uh, at the Bellagio. You know on Saturday night before the game. Mm-hmm. And then he comes out on Sunday and he knows he has to throw for 600 yards and six touchdowns. The contract. Or- yeah. But you know, he wants more endorsements, you know, he wants the, oh, he wants a Bellagio endorsement. He wants the Bellagio endorsement. Yeah. So he's, yeah, exactly. That's, okay. that's my point. So okay. I got the chiefs still Sunday night, football. even if he goes gambling Sunday night football. Yeah. So he can actually gamble the night before because it's Sunday night. It's not s- Sunday morning. So, we might have we might have True. a story here. P- get your phones ready, people in Vegas at the Bellagio. Get your phones ready. Steven, you got the Chiefs? Yeah, I got the Chiefs. What do you think of that story? You think it's possible? <laughs> I don't Patrick Mahomes, uh, he's a man of God. I don't think he's going to you know, he's gambling, uh, man. gambling. I think Kenny Rogers was a man of God too, and he made the song The Gambler. So uh Riverboat Pat. Riverboat Maybe. Pat. Okay. Final game of the week, and then we'll do our parlay. Uh, we already have it all picked out for you, unless anybody wants to change. If you do want to change, uh, you better you better speak up quickly. Uh, Rams, and Bucks, Rams and Bucks, I did too. Rams and Bucks. Uh, the Bucks are four-point favorites, 47 and a half. I'm taking the Bucks here. As I said, I will never pick against the Pats or Tom Brady. But for real on this game, uh, what we saw was Jared Goff last week play pretty decent in the first half, get figured out more so in the second half by a terrible Seattle defense. This Bucks team is not, is the best defense against the run in the NFL, and if you force Goff to beat you with his arm, he has shown time and time again he is incapable of doing that. Um, 
I, I still, I think that there's times when golf looks like a top 10 quarterback and there's times when he looks like he shouldn't be starting and it's too sporadic and it happens throughout the game drive to drive. And uh, it, I, I don't think he matches up well against this team. The, the two linebackers that the bucks have with white and, uh, and David are, are, you know, they're, they're probably the best linebacker duo in football. If not the best they're top three. And I actually think the secondary is pretty, pretty solid too. So you're going to put a lot of pressure on golf to beat you. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's able to on the inverse, uh, obviously the, the, uh, the Rams have Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, two of the best defenders in football. And so there's a chance here that Brady, that, that Brady puts up, you know, not a great game. Although I think the big focus here is getting the ball out quickly, which is, which is the, you know, the, the part of Brady's game that we, that we've seen for the last, for our entire lives. And uh, if he does that successfully, it doesn't really matter about the pressure unless Donald's getting there in, you know, a second, every, every snap, which could happen. He's that dominant. So um, I'm taking the bucks here. I think they cover, I will put this in a couple teases and uh, I'll probably bet this straight up because I do, I do think Tampa is uh I think Tampa's the best team still in, in football. So, uh, Benny? Yeah, I also have the Bucks, um, And I know that, you know, we, good defense in Los Angeles. Um, I think that the amount of weapons, though, uh, for Tom Brady, I mean, yeah, they got Jalen Ramsey over in L.A., but, uh, I, I mean, I think that that means Antonio Brown's going to have a big day because I imagine Ramsey's going to – Mostly cover Mike Evans, mm-hmm. um, little phys- physical matchup there. I think that that you know helps Antonio Brown have a big day. Helps uh, Chris Godwin have a big day, um, and maybe Gronk. So and also the the run game looked good. Uh, had some explosive runs. Um, I'm taking the Bucks. I will say this also. Um, I do think that the best offense that the Patriots use is when there's two tight ends on the field. And so you have Gronk and Braid, and then those three receivers. Uh, you don't need the running back on the field when you're going five wide. Although I understand why you do, so you can motion them into backfield, see the defense that they're playing. But I think he's most successful with the tight ends on the field, just because there's such mismatch issues with every team. Um, my other point that I forgot to make is that uh, you're right about Jalen Ramsey. He'll probably be matched up with Mike Evans, and that opens up the rest of the passing offense. And so um, – I do, I do think that that loss to the Saints could be uh, characteristically looked at as the same as that loss that the Patriots had a couple years ago with the Miami Miracle against the Dolphins, where that was such an aberration, such a weird game, right? The Dolphins stunk, and they won on a, on a crazy play, and then the Patriots didn't lose again, right? They won the Super Bowl. That was later in the season, but I think that that was such an, a, such an odd game, right? The Saints play the Bucs well, and they're good, a good matchup, but they are not, you know, 38-0 better. Tom Brady doesn't stink like that. It's so I think that there's a chance the Bucks went out and they they have some they have some few hard games left and I wouldn't be surprised though. I still think this is the best team. I agree with what you said, Benny. Steve, last pick of the week, Steve. What you picking? Come on, let's get it. Come on, let's hear it, Steve. The Bucks. They look Bucks. Bad the last few weeks. I feel comfortable picking them again. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're gonna. I think Vegas has got the lines pretty right with this. I think it's going to be a close, good game. It's it's good that we're having a great Thursday night game and probably a great Monday night game too. Yeah, uh, first and time a great Sunday night game and a great Sunday night game as long as Pat Mahomes, uh, yeah. you know, gambles a lot the night before. Yeah, yeah. As long, <laughs> I think that actually will be a good game though with the Raiders. She's a good divisional rivalry right there. 
Um, so that'll mm-hmm. be a good game too. That's so all. I think, yeah, we're, I think this is a good week of football. I think the last two weeks there's been like, there's been like two or three games really good, but I'm glad that the late night, uh, you know, primetime games are all going to be great games. Yeah. That's always, that's always good. I, I, I very much embrace that message. So our parlay of the week. Okay. I have it written down here. We're going to do this. We're trying to be more structured, like I said, because I feel like we go yeah. off the wall a little bit. So here's our parlay of the week, our pod, po- podcast parlay of the week. Cardinals plus three. So you'll know if you'll hit it or not tomorrow. Or you'll know, you'll know if you'll be on, on you know, track to hit it. Falcon Saints over 50. That's courtesy of Benny. My, I did the Cardinals plus three. And then Bucks minus four. That is courtesy of Stephen Bruin. Four. Uh, plus 600, six to one odds right there. So, uh, I actually think that's pretty good odds. That's great odds for what we're betting. The, the Falcon Saints game, you know, there's going to be a lot of scoring. The Cardinals plus three, you're, you're giving three points to Seattle, and there's a good chance the Cardinals win that game. And Bucks minus four uh, could be a close game, but I do think that the Bucks win by a touchdown. So I, I, I bet that parlay. We, are all, we all bet the parlays, but this is one I'm more confident in than in other weeks. So uh, take that as you yeah. will. I am a, I'm a decent better. I'm not, I'm not a, you know, on the level of some people and in, in terms of uh, missing bets, but this one I'm pretty confident in. Uh, and I think this is going to hit. So if you bet it, don't take it as advice, but you know, you can, you can take it as advice. Uh, okay. Don't be mad. If it, if it don't doesn't. be mad, if it loses, it's not our fault. Uh, <laughs> just listening to us. Uh, so be mad at the players, right? Honestly, that's what you had to be mad about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, come on. It's their fault. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh-huh. this is, this is a lock. Yeah, our analytics have this as a as the lock of the week. So, um, we're gonna be starting the all video right. YouTube channel, all that stuff this uh, this Sunday. Yeah, we're also gonna change the podcast name. We have not figured out a name for it, but it is gonna be changed, I think. Although I like Sports with Sterling personally, you know, it's a good, it's a good name. I wonder why. Yeah, Sports with Sterling Retke, all caps, and then featuring un- all lowercase letters, Benny and Steven. Well, I said, I said uh, the Sterling Redkey podcast featuring Sterling Redkey with Sterling Redkey, Benny Calavajaya, and Stephen Bruin. Sterling Redkey talking about sports with two other guys. That's, that's a good one, too. No, but we're, we're going to figure it out. If we can figure something out, we're going to change the podcast name. If we can, we're going to keep it like this for the time being. But there is a chance we're going to think of something. We've been brainstorming. Benny has just sent millions, not millions, but like hundreds of millions where we are name where we talk about other sports and just football but uh benny benny listen the guy the guy is committed the guy's committed oh, he yeah. wants benny's baseball corner abolished it seems so i don't know you know we might have to get merch made how about that i might start my own podcast called benny's baseball corner i thought you were gonna just jump jump ship and get on tiara's hey i might be featured i don't know as a permanent guest host there um are okay <laughs> anyways thank you boys um we will be back on sunday night video video so you guys gotta look well you see me i don't look that good i don't have my hair done i'm not wearing a three-piece tuxedo he's actually naked we actually what we're gonna do we have a dress code on this podcast everybody's got to be in a suit everybody got suit available yep i'll be ready okay expect expect to see in the suit sunday night just (laughs) sitting in the zoom interview chair okay sounds good boys talk to you sunday have a good night